Welcome back to Geek Show Arcade. Oh yeah. Hi hi. Uh, hoi hoi. Hi hi. You've been hi, watching. Hi. You've been watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a good it's show. Fun. Really enjoyed that one. All right, this is the Geek Show Arcade where we talk about video games and video game related things. Oh, you know what? I need to put it on the the notes. A, re, a review of the first episode of Halo Season Two, Episode One. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll add that real quick. In the meantime, let's introduce our panelists, starting with Jaren. Oh, you caught me in a yawn. I'm Jaren. Hi. I wasn't even on purpose that time either. Mm. That's it. All right, that's Jaren. Uh, let's let's jump over to Owen. Hey, everybody. It's me, Owen. Uh, follow me on Twitter if you want. Uh, uh, Morty. If or, you want. Uh, uh, Techno one. Sorry. That's, that's, that's your Morty Xbox. Morty 84 is my Xbox. You want to go on there and What's send that? me hateful method messages about how bad I Mistake. suck. So. <laughs> oh, I do that anyway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, we got Lando. Hey, it's Lando. The coolest guy in the podcast by far. Uh, you can find me here and on the other show we do. He the help desk you one. Does protest too much. Coolest guy in the podcast. Uh, actually, you know what? Yeah, I take that back. I think we uh, there is one somebody who is cooler than me. It's our host, Tony. I don't think anyone agrees with that either. Check me out I on do. Twitter at Quad it's T Owen. Tony. Come on, it's, Owen. it's Owen. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Don't That's stop. No, don't stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on other Geek Show podcasts. All right. Um, let's see. No emails today, correct? Correct. Another Quit yawn. yawning. <laughs> it's, it's past, past nine. I'm starting to turn off. Oh, oh funny. I had a 3 a.m. alert last night, so I'm pretty pooped too. All right. Uh, let's see. Big news. Uh, there's two big newses. One of them doesn't take very long to cover, uh, so we'll hit that one real quick, and then we'll go into the the big news that we teased last week that we got more info on. The big news that is. Very quick to cover, but often misinterpreted, if you ask me. Sony, in their financials this year, said they have no first-party uh, games coming out in the next calendar, fiscal year, in the next fiscal year. Mm. Uh, no first-party exclusive games. Really? Now, at first, you think, oh my gosh, you know, that's that's terrible. But then you got to remember that Sony, like Microsoft, also invests in exclusive third-party games. So there's going to be some exclusive third-party games. Oh, I see. Like Final of Fantasy VII. Like Reader. Final Fantasy, yep, exactly. Yeah. So it's not. It's really more of a... And you know what? That's the theme of the next topic as well. Nothing Burgers. The, uh, well, in the same disclosure, though, uh, Sony announced that PS5 sales have peaked, and they're entering the... Uh, latter stage of the sales cycle. I I don't think they meant to say that, but you know whatever. Because it's three and a half years in. If in the last seven years, then technically it makes sense. If if all they talk about by latter means the second downhill for the second half or whatever, then sure that applies. But I think people are also making a bigger deal out about that than than what it is. Yeah, I wonder how that compares to Switch though or PS4. Uh, the previous generation. That's a good question. PS4 sold really, really well. It Switch did. is one of the best-selling consoles of all time. It's like mm-hmm. top 125 million units or something like that. Absurd. Um, deservingly so, though. It's a really neat little system. And, uh, yeah, so it that was... It was a neat little system. It still is. It still is. You just have to have the magic fingers of Nintendo's first-party developers to make it sing. Yep. They need something new already. I agree. Uh well, there was and it's also been, it's been delayed to next year too. 
Uh, that's the rumor. Um, we don't know for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Nintendo's still selling a lot of regular Switches, so wouldn't surprise me too much, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Now, on to the other Nothing Burger. Uh, X, Phil Spencer and the other C-level C Xbox guys had their podcast last week. We teased this. Oh, yeah. Well, guys in the general neutral... Is that still a thing? Can we do that? I, I don't know. know. I Humans? do. I'm just trying to cover. Our I bases. do. Yeah, I do. But uh, anyway, um, they had their little. It was only like 20 minutes, 22 minutes for the whole podcast episode. Very short, and they basically just uh, said a few things that made a lot of sense and uh, dumped water all over the internet fires about Xbox going pure multi-platform yeah, and not no making consoles. a new hardware thing. They also blah, didn't blah, blah, deny blah. that it could happen, though. They, uh, Phil Spencer was asked point blank, is um, Starfield and the new Indiana Jones game going multi-platform? And he said no. So for the foreseeable future, I think it's a pretty solid, the tentpole, a pretty solid statement that the tentpole exclusive games will stay exclusive to right. Xbox and their smaller stuff will go multi-platform because why which not? Makes, which First makes sense. All, it just expands their market. Exactly. And they, they, like they're already, leaving money on they, the table They already have a history of doing, doing this anyway. Like yeah. the Ori games, those were yep. exclusive to Xbox. Those are on Switch and have mm -hmm. been. Hellblade, exclusive to Xbox, it's on Switch. They uh, So they, they, this is no change from what they've already done. No, and when they bought Mojang, they didn't make Minecraft an Xbox exclusive, you know, just like they're not going to do with uh, Call of Duty from Activision. I think so, they've realized they'd make more money selling it to more platforms to more people than they do trying to be exclusive on their own. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. You, you look at Steam. Like that just, that just maths. Mm -hmm. they, they have they have hundreds of uh, 140 million, I think, or whatever, uh, users, active users of the platform, and that's bigger than both PS5 and Xbox. Yeah, yep. combined. Platform agnostic, it, it's great stuff. The The so. games that are heavily rumored to come out on PS5 and Switch are Sea of Thieves, uh, Grounded, I Hi suddenly can't think of them. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, and yeah, and Pentiment. Pentiment, yep. yeah. So, like I said, smaller games that... Uh, you know, aren't the tentpole releases still or good games, games that have been out for a while or yeah. Games right. that have been out for a while. So especially but, Sea of Thieves. Well, Grounded's been out for years too. So yeah. And either so, way, even if they access. don't, even if they don't allow them on other platforms, they keep them on their, they keep them on game pass. Right. So like that's game yeah, well, pass is that, its, its own console. Exactly. Point, right that's now. the next thing that, that he kind of hit, hit at, um, or hit on was that, uh, they're not going out of the hardware business. They're already deep in development for the next Xbox because what else are you going to buy Game Pass on? No other no other console is going to allow you to do Game Pass. Mm -hmm. That would mm -hmm. be silly. So if they want to attract people to Game Pass, a recurring, you know, uh, right. membership fee every month, money coming in guaranteed, they're going to want you on Game Pass and they're going to want you on there or then that'll Once have to be on their hardware the or the PC. same time, if you could do Game Pass on all the other platforms too, like that would be more money for Microsoft. Except Sony and they, I'm Nintendo just saying the other platforms won't that. let them. Is yeah. what oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that they wouldn't want to. It's just they can't. The, the interesting well, part of this podcast was when they were talking about hardware and uh, I'm going to do a quote here. Super interesting. 
We're also invested in the next generation roadmap. What we're really focused on there is delivering the largest technical leap you will have ever seen in a hardware generation, hmm. which makes it better for players and better for creators and the visions that they're building. Hmm. What now, does that mean? Do we believe that it will le- really be the largest it, technical leap? I hope it means Time discrete GPUs in their next gen consoles. Yeah. Know. That would like, be awesome. If you look at DLSS 3, um, one eighth of the frame is actually used, is, is actually computed on, on the Native GPU. Native computation. Yes. Yeah. The rest is AI generated. AI in quotes. Whether it's upscaled or right. created, you know, so wholesale. In- if they if they're going to utilize this in the next generation, and they most definitely will, right there alone, that's an eight times increase over native rendering. Right. So multiply eight times however much the increase in GPU will be. Yeah. Next gen. I can see how they could come up with that. It's definitely claim. gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say it's definitely gonna have to be numbers that have been spun. Somewhat, yeah, you know, yeah. because like, the days of massive jumps are really over. Unfortunately, we're, we're never going to see PlayStation and PlayStation Two ever. Yeah, again. or N sixty four to GameCube or Super N64 NES to N sixty four. N sixty four to GameCube blew my mind. Oh, that man. was a big one. I remember absolutely. Yeah, the, when I saw the when I watched the reveal videos of the E three where they showed off the GameCube and they were showing like the one twenty eight Mario's yeah uh, video and the uh, the Zelda video that used kind of the style from Ocarina of Time but the modern rendering that they were available that had available at the time. Oh man, I was salivating. Mm-hmm. Now, Sarah Bond, she's the one who said that. She didn't say the largest graphical leap. She said the largest no. technical leap. Oh, that's true. This so one is that's good... going to be made of silk or something like the maybe the per- <laughs> like like carbon fiber silk. Oh, that'd be sad if it wasn't performance related. It has to be. I mean, yeah, but like the thing is, diminishing returns in graphics. That, that's just how it has to be. The closer we yeah. get to reality, the harder it is to get to reality. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, um, and beyond that. Another interesting thing they said about hardware, Phil Spencer said, I'm very proud of the work that the hardware team is doing, not only for this year, but also in the future. We're really thinking about creating hardware that sells to gamers because of the because of the unique aspects of the hardware. Yeah. It's kind of I mean, we're gonna make a, they're the gonna creative make a, capability of our hardware team. I'm really means excited. Gonna, about. Means we're looking for a handheld from Microsoft soon. It yeah. might be. Right. It might be. That would be very compelling. And I'd be very Sony, interested. Sony seems out of the game, so Mm, I have a story about that. Maybe huge not. market mm. op- opportunity right there. Mm. So handhelds, huh? The other, yeah, I think it's a big market opportunity. Steam Steam Deck blew it open. Blew it the market did. open on like that. Like it proved, you know? it proved the concept exactly that, that people want a handheld. To... I have friggin' two now, and I, yeah. you know, it's like, I okay, I have, I, I don't spend my money wisely, but the point <laughs> stands. Yeah, <laughs> neither do I. Yeah. So, um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Uh, oh, I just really hope that uh, it would be fantastic if the baseline, the the baseline for the next generation of consoles was 4K 120 hertz. Yeah, 4K 120 FPS. That would be fantastic. I would love to see that. Um, with with frame gen, I could see that's that being doable standard. for sure. Yeah. But also give us the option to turn it off because frame gen can also introduce or uh, introduce latency in your games usually does to some degree 
and you're not going to want that on something like Call of Duty. You know, you don't want any added latency in there. Well, I but, would imagine uh, they would just shoot for 120 without frame. Gen. Native, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. And then he was quote. This is aside from the articles uh, that we have posted here, but today I read uh, several articles where he was quoted in saying that they have no intention of uh, abandoning physical media anytime in the near future. So, remember. I think three or four months ago, we talked about the the documents that came out of the court case that they were in, where it had the roadmap for for Xbox hardware and stuff for the next couple of years, and they had the the like revised Xbox Series X, adorably that, uh, all digital. Yes, adorably all digital <laughs> was the phrase that it that had on there. So I think uh, you know if that was in the works, I think the massive you know internet outcry about that has probably hit home and not that isn't to say they won't have digital only options like the series s but i think for at least the next generation and probably the one after we'll have an option of some sort of optical media i hope so so. yeah i think it needs to be that way so so yeah that's kind of all the uh, xbox news in a nutshell that we teased last week and uh uh, let's talk a little bit further, though, about, um, oh, I could have sworn there was another, oh, I guess we already hit on it. Next gen switch delayed to next year, possibly. How accurate is this report, though? There's lots of rumors about the switch right now. That's, that's the there thing. There was multiple and sources. All the tech outlets did that, it. Well, did they all quote the same source? And was that source Moore's Law is dead on YouTube, who is, who is just <laughs> yeah, a joke? Possibly. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, it's just a rumor at this point. Yeah, I have a believable have, it rumor. Is, it has taken all of my all of my heart, mind, and soul to not bring rumors about the Switch Two to the show. <laughs> I want we you def- guys to know that. Uh, proud that's of important. you. Proud of you. Great job. Um, oh, that's what it was. Uh, they also announced that uh, Diablo Four is coming to Game Pass, the first of the big games from the A- Activision Blizzard acquisition. March 28th, Diablo 4. Starting to see the fruits of the acquisition. Mm, Sorry, people who got laid off. Yeah, that was was pretty lame. Not going to lie. Not going to sugarcoat it. Pretty pretty lame that that happened. It's gotten bad the last year and this year with not only not only gaming layoffs, but just like the tech industry in general. I mean, we talk about that on help desk. And uh, man, it is it is wild. It's rough out there. It is it is rough out there. It is really rough out there. So, um, okay, this is also Xbox related. We can hit on. Has anyone started the Halo Season Two stuff yet? Paramount Plus streaming on Paramount Plus. Mm-mm. Have they? I want did to. they? Did, are they doing week to week? Yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Gotta wait. Gotta wait. So I watched the first episode. I meant to watch the second episode before we recorded, but I did not uh, get around to it. Um, but I, I would venture uh, to say that I'm in the position of the first episode of season two, I think was better than almost anything they put out in season one. That's I've heard the same out there. I haven't seen it, but I've, I've gotten the same sentiment out there that the, that the second season is just the first episode is blowing away the first season. Yeah, it was very cool. The first 15 minutes, I told my friends that don't like the first season of Halo. I said, give the first 15 minutes a chance of season two, episode one, and you'll enjoy it just for yeah. 
the wildness of the first 15 minutes. I, I do have, I do take a little bit of issue with my Nick Beard showing that they are messing with the timeline here. Yeah, they are for sure. Because if you know the premise of season two, it's about reach. So Master Chief never went there. <laughs> um, at least, at least not in the, uh, not yeah. in the, not in the fight of reach during the fall yeah, of reach. Not during the know? fall. He was yeah. not there. The whole premise of the first so one. So I have a question, Tony. He's the last yes. Spartan. So I have no idea about the Halo stories. I've never played Halo then for the you're stories. The, you're the perfect candidate you're, to you're watch the, perfect the show. audience for this. Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. I enjoyed the first season. I don't know anything about Halo. I, uh, I've played them all and I still enjoyed the first season I for what too. it is, yep. you know? And, uh, they were clear when the first seat before the first season came out, they said, this is not a retelling of the halo story. This is, uh, the equivalent of a multiverse, you yeah. know, a, a parallel universe halo story. So, um, it's the characters, right? It's, this is master chief, but he's doing different stuff. Yeah. You he's know? taking his helmet off. Yep. You're seeing his butt. Yep. At some point you're in gonna the first see his, season. You're gonna see I don't remember butt. that. Yeah. 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 Oh, what episode? That? Asking for a friend. So, and that's the other thing. I think Pablo Shriver, I think he, uh, he's huge. He's, he's maybe a little bit smaller in the second season, but cut out yeah. of his mind, like, like just crazy ripped. And, did uh, they, um, did they do any references to Johnson being immortal in the first season? Do you remember that? I Johnson's don't think so. a, in all the Halo games, like, you shoot him with a rocket, like he can't die. Because <laughs> um, he's your buddy. Yeah. Like, he's a character that has to be in the next cutscene. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so, he has what is referred to as plot armor. Yeah, <laughs> it's plot armor. That's the strongest kind. Yep. Uh, strongest man. kind of armor. I, it, I just remember that back in the day, there, there were the internet, when memes were were being born in the primordial soup of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, Johnson being immortal was one of them. Yeah, that I, wonder if I think that tracks that. for yeah. sure. So, uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed the first season. They this, or I mean, the second season, episode one. They they didn't. Uh, so there's a whole part of the first season that I just didn't really care for, and that was all is that girl gone stuff with that girl. Yeah, and she does show up right at the end of the first season. But I think, hey guys, how are you? I think, that's what it felt like. I think they're finally going to start to tie that all together because that was the biggest problem with the first season with her character and her side story was it just felt completely, uh, you know, unattached to yeah. what else was going on in the show. I guess so, they were somehow supposed to be linked, like yeah. something about them. But they didn't do a strong enough, like a and so, strong enough showing of that. Hopefully, they're going to link it up closely now, so that the two stories can, you know, be connected and follow in parallel with one another. But I mean, I'll be honest; I just wouldn't care if they dropped that storyline completely. Yeah. You know, right. it would not bother there me. There was no, at all. there was no human slave in the original game that was like helping the covenant. Oh no, not that girl. The oh, girl, the girl that goes with. Uh, um, the, uh, Spartan that, that ran away and, oh, okay. you know, she, we meet her in the first episode of the first season and she's, uh, right. uh the only survivor the one that, of like, her, 
of that little nation. She's the little, yeah. she's the rebellions. Yeah, yeah. Maybe leader. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. They kept showing stuff with her all throughout the first season, and it was like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. You know, who cares? The outer reaches rising up, I think, or whatever. Yeah, which is hinted at in uh, Halo Reach. Yeah. Uh, how they were supposed to ha- not? Yeah, Halo Reach. They were they got there to kind of put down the rebellion a little yeah, bit at first. The Spartan. That's the that's, that's the big the genesis that, of the Spartan program. Yeah, that's the big that's the big secret, right? Like, yeah, Spartans were never designed to fight the Covenant. Jeez, it's in the games. Yeah, it's in the games. I don't care. It's <laughs> a huge spoiler. <laughs> the games are like fifteen years old, dude. So, do you spoil books that have been out for decades? Yeah. Gonna, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> we talk about movies eventually that have come out. There's there is a timeline on movies that have come out that we eventually. You gave yeah, up like, on the Halo like, personally, but no, don't no, spoil it on a podcast. Let me just Gary, say you the sixth sense. Have, the sixth sense. Does anybody? Like for me, I don't care, but there might be listeners who you care. Sound like you That's care. What I'm saying you sound like you care for I sure. I also bit. care, I care but at the same bit. time, I understand the game's been out for 15 years. Yeah, thank you, Lando. All right, so let me just uh, spoil Dune for you. You okay. can't spoil Dune. That's been out for too long. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing to spoil. You know, I would, I do, I do concur. Though. Inter- Dune Two is the second half he, of the first book, which I can spoil. Intergalactic's been out for decades. If Here's Jared Dune. spoiled the end of the Wheel of Time for you, you'd be pretty upset, though. Well, that's because right? I'm actually invested in listening to it now, whereas Jaren gave up on the Halo My stuff years point ago. Is you gave up our on, listeners, they don't have that choice because they're not oh, in this yeah. conversation. That's he what I'm up. trying to say here. Turns um, down our turn your listener. Let me, let me uh, spoil Dune for you real quick. Blah, blah, blah. Sandworms. Intergalactic politics. Lots of religion, blah blah blah. There blah, you blah, go. Blah blah blah. Sandworms. <laughs> Lots of religion. Thumpers. Sandworms. <laughs> politics. I I had no yeah, I had no love for that story until the last movie came out, and then I was oh, like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, I could be in on this. This is like... telling it in a in a in a compelling way now. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited for Dune too. I think it looks awesome. Anyway, back to Halo. There you go. I'm going to keep watching it. Um, if you fell away from the first season, I would say you might have a chance of liking this one, at least from the first episode so far. Um, so, yeah, give, give it a shot there. Uh, all right, let's see. Wait a minute. Jaron, you have a review update for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora? What, yeah, what else did you learn in your extra 20 minutes of playing for the last week? It'll take 20 <laughs> seconds. Uh, on, on Saturday, I finally got rid of the kids for a little bit and had time to play a video game. And I thought, should I play Avatar? I'm like, no. I never had fun with that game. So what I said last week about not caring about the universe when you're not playing it, mm-hmm. oh, boy, it hit me hard. I, I don't think I'll ever go back to it. So I'm going to lower the score to maybe uh, a 7. seven wow. out of 10. All right. Because narratively, it's it's dull. It's just a boring narrative. It's no Alan Wake 2? No, no, it's not. Sad. Few things are. But if you like Avatar, it's um, it's a great game. I, I remember having good memories of it, maybe. I, some version of Jaren. <laughs> maybe. Seemed to like it, right? <laughs> You're like, mechanically, technically, graphically, gameplay-wise, it's great. Yeah, but on paper, anything it, anything compelling you to keep playing? Meh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right, Lando, do you want to save your thing for last, or should we? Uh, sure, let's just do it last. Okay, uh, right now? No, not yet. We oh. got a couple more things. Let's talk about Hell Divers Two because I think I'm going to pick this up for Me various too. reasons. Oh, I've just been so I've just been 
locked in on the videos of gameplay. It just like so I fun. did with um, with that other game that was out there with the ladder. What was that? In with the ladder? Yeah, where the gate where the lad would fall over on people. What was that game? Oh, with the monsters. Yeah, um, uh, something. Anyway. That one was like a flash, a flash in the pan. It yeah. was popular for like two weeks, and yeah, now yeah, you don't yeah. hear about it anymore. But oh man, the hell divers and watching people play and like it has blown up. It has Huge. gone crazy. It's a PS5 game that released simultaneously on PC, the first one ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of feels like it. You think that's why it did so it well? Got, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like, it has blown think up on about Steam. It. Think, think about, about it. it. But it, they have reached server capacity, four hundred fifty thousand um, concurrent players, and. <laughs> so they had to cap. So they had to cap. They, they have. They have to cap it. <laughs> yeah. And so wow. people have, have resulted to unsavory means to keep their place in line, like keeping the PlayStation on all night, stuff like that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but it has gone crazy. Wow. It's 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 a cheaper game. It's only forty bucks. And forty bucks it's new. Very yeah. well done. Yeah. So it makes sense why it's doing so well. I yeah, graphically it looks great. Like I was expecting, kind of just to they just threw it together with whatever. But well, and what's it's been really fun to watch. What's extra interesting too is the first Hell Divers was like a top down, you know, twin stick style shooter kind of. I don't know if it was twin stick, but it was top down, and uh, you didn't, you know, there wasn't it wasn't first person, it wasn't third, you know, third person behind the shoulder. It was a very simple looking game compared to what was out at the time and this one it's the same team they went full-on third person and 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 kind of nailed it so yeah it uh and then only charging 40 bucks brand new and you can find it coupons and stuff for it too if you look around like green man gaming i think has it for 17 percent off right now so it's like 30 32 bucks or whatever i can't say that i'd recommend buying it right now since there is a server cap uh, or a player cap on the servers so you could end up playing it or buying it and not get to play it. But uh, I'm definitely going to pick this one up at some point. I've especially heard or as well that it is uh, quite a funny game. Yeah. Very tongue-in-cheek uh, Starship Troopers vibe. You know, yeah. I'm doing my part. Support the yeah. support the colony and Do your you know, part. stuff like that. So, yeah, looks pretty rad. Hail Divers came out on the Vita. As well yeah. as PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. So, I mean, like, it was simple enough technically and graphically that they could release it on the handheld. Wow. So, uh, speaking of other games that are technically and, and uh, graphically simple, uh, Invincible, my favorite comic book series of all time, Shadow dropped a new game on mobile developed by Ubisoft. Oh, okay. Soft. Okay. It's called Invincible Guarding the Globe, and I played it for a bit last night. I really Free wanted, to download? Yeah, free to download. I really wanted to like it more than I ended up liking it, but I think other it's than just... Seeing some, other than seeing some characters you love yeah, animated. And, you and like. I think it's mostly just the game style. I'm not super into it. Um, it is... I might, and I might still keep playing it anyway, just because it actually has a story that you can go through as you play it, but... I don't know what the type of game this is called. It's like you basically all your characters auto attack the bad guys and you level them up and you can have them do special attacks as you go, but the attacking is automatic for each round. And 
you can even have an automatic button that throws their special out just whenever it charges. So you don't even have to do anything besides level them up and uh, place them. So it's it's very hands-off, very kind of uh, mobile, casual kind of a thing. So if that's something you're into, then you know you might you might like it. I'm like I said, I, I might still just keep playing it because I want to see what kind of story they put together. Have they made the, a TV show or cartoon like or uh, animated series for this? Yeah, man, season part two of yeah. season two comes out next month. That's right. I was like, I and they did I... a fantastic job with yeah, the with the first part. Amazon Prime with the uh, the cartoon for it. Yeah, absolutely I'm great to watch that. I, it keeps coming up in my feed and i'm like what is this oh yeah dude you gotta watch that it's great oh let's see what do we got left here what's kingmakers jaron have you seen this trailer no i don't think i have oh it looks freaking awesome the first 20 seconds or so look like a pretty standard strategy medieval strategy game where you're battling other um, kingdoms and stuff. I would have just turned the trailer off at that point. Yeah, yeah, but you <laughs> go into like second 25 and then suddenly this car, this truck comes goes plowing through what? a giant battle and you are like, this guy from the future. Army with, of Darkness style? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> you're, you're a guy from the future who has all modern technology avail- available to you like helicopters, machine guns, grenade mm-hmm. launchers, you can control it. looks like you can control it third person as well as it being a strategy game. Hmm. Um, and you're supposed to go back in time and save humanity by destroying a bunch of uh, knights. Um, knights and peasants. And, and peasants and stuff. <laughs> it looks awesome. just so... It, it's reminiscent of Brandon Sanderson's Medieval Wizard Handbook, whatever oh, it's called. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Looks super cool being able to take down huge armies just by using your machine gun and grenade launchers and stuff. <laughs> um, and also it very interesting at how it combines strategy with third person shooting. Like it, there's like an RTS element to it a bit. So there's a um, few games that have tried to do that in the past. And I think some of them have worked all right, but it never really took off. Like, do you remember command and conquer renegade back in the I day? I don't vaguely. I remember this. So yes. that was a third person. It was third or first person shooter, but you could zoom out and control units on the map and then dive back into the action. Hmm. That sounds kind of like this. Yeah. Except with this, you're an overpowered God. <laughs> yeah, super OP. It's freaking fantastic. <laughs> like the first scene looks like back to the future. The truck is driving and back to the future is right into that battle. That main massive it, battle. It looks it's so, so- that is so great. It looks so cool. It's going to be on Steam early access later in the later in the year. Okay, I am, I'm definitely going to give this one a try. It looks oh, awesome. Fourth comment down on this IGN article is a GIF of Ash from yeah, Army from of Evil. Darkness yeah. saying "Groovy" with his magic uh, yeah. knight hand that they give yeah. him. Yep. Awesome. Oh, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. Groovy, groovy. Okay, let's see. It's game time. Oh wait, no, no, no. We got uh-huh. uh, we got hackers have almost made the PS portable useful. This <laughs> and is then a, a d- PS5 vertical horizontal discussion. Yeah. So the PS. So you know the PS portal. You guys love it, or right? You either love <laughs> it or hate it. Owen and Jaron both own uh, one. You either hate it or hate it. Yeah, hate it or hate it. Well, two engineers from Google have put a very popular emulator 
they've got a very popular emulator to run natively on the device. Guess For what? what? It is. PSP. Ah, PPSSPP. PPSSPP. <laughs> they've got PPSSPP running natively wow. on this uh, on the on the portal. So neat. Glad to hear that this modern system can emulate 20-year-old mobile games. Exactly. But it can do it standalone, Tony. Oh. Um, what a concept. And, yeah. And so also the two co-hackers um, have said there's no release date planned for this. They're not going to – they're not They're not, no, they're not planning the on exploit. putting it out there. But that just means – like once – that's blood Someone in the water, though. It. Yeah. That's blood in the water. Like once it, they, people know it can be done, you know? And the yep. great thing about this is it's only a software hack. There's no, oh, okay. there's none of the hardware stuff that you typically see in this kind of hack where you've got to solder these pins off or disconnect whatever to short it out and anyway, voltage drop to get in. Anyway, it's just a software one. So it's almost useful. <laughs> um, almost. If you really love the PSP though, right? This may be your... It's got better battery life than a PSP, maybe. I don't know. I didn't really larger fact screen, that. larger <laughs> screen. Fact check that. Uh, you can still buy it. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, there you um, go. Anyway, that story. Thanks, Lando. And Came then from... uh, you have a, a discussion point here that you want to hit so on. I fell into a YouTube black hole of vertical versus horizontal oh, i got into for your playstation uh, I, 5 for your playstation 5 vertical horizontal and i did this because i watched a video of some guy that just does teardowns of ps5s to clean them clean the fans vacuum everything out and i really get into those teardowns when they're like oh and they remove it they do it in time lots very very satisfying and he was doing all the things and he showed the board of what happens when you have your ps5 vertical how the liquid metal literally runs off the chip onto the board that's not great and, yeah that's bad. and so he was like i can't say this enough i can't tell you how many of these are fixed lay your ps5 horizontal um before the liquid metal goes off he's like you can literally see here where where the chip got really hot because the liquid metal ran off hmm. um and that's he, a big design flaw yeah Huge. And especially because <laughs> they promote it vertical yeah like that's they, how the, the the you know the, box the preferred way yeah. the box shows it and the manual mm -hmm. and everything um and so and they so give I you a free do, stand to put yeah. it vertical well but free the, but right but the <laughs> anyway but it uses liquid metal on their main chip there yeah and uh literally i just it looked like it looked like dripping tin it looked like somebody had melted tin or solder yeah. and it had fallen off i was just like and he uses a heat gun and he like basically lays it flat uses the heat gun and remelts it and pushes it back onto the chip yep but uh he was like you know psa anybody who doesn't know yet stay horizontal and so i i hadn't really i i went to look up to see how recent that was and there hasn't really that hasn't really been in the news since 2023 yeah it's been a minute yeah, since that so kind of got, got Yeah, so anyway, I I talk I think we kind of asked this question before the show and I was like what you between you and Jaren, Jaren's like, "Oh, I do mine horizontal cuz I have to." But you're a vertical guy. Also because I have to. You have to. Oh, <laughs> cuz you're have gaming. A spot to lay it. I could put it flat in my right. entertainment center. So, so I don't know. Not, yeah. I got I, I it looked real it looked legit to me and oh, after I'm one sure video it is. And after one video, I just fell into like five or six more. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty consistent. Lay your PS5 
horizontal. I would have uh, to totally redo my setup to fit it horizontal, and I just, I don't yeah. know. Or I you could just never play it. it like me. Well, that's the thing. I hardly Touché. ever play it anyway. Touché. So yeah. yeah, and I wonder if that liquid metal falling off is from high heavy usage. Like, oh, I'm sure. Like yeah. long, long time, or like if the fans get clogged and it can't properly vent. Extra so heat there, and whatnot. Yeah, there could be some gotchas Cat there, error. but yeah, because all of the all of the videos I watched, it was pretty hideous inside. Yeah, like the, the, the air, the heat, the heat distribution, and the heat venting was just. So. The last time I really played my PS5 for extended periods was God of War 2. And that's been, what, Isn't a year? A Spider-Man game? That oh, came that's out right. No, that? Spider-Man 2. I played the crap yeah. out of it for Spider-Man 2. Yeah. So that was the last one. But hmm. All right, Lando, it's game time. It's game time. Bringing the big James energy to the show. This week, I, the, the panelists do not know. We are, you can, you can share my screen, Tony. Would you like uh, me to share your screen? Yes, please. Just the window. We're doing the best. SNES games of all time, according to IGN. Oh. Okay, I think this one. is just going to be a little tougher for you it's guys. I, it's uh, IGN. Number one's going to be Zelda Link to the Past. You are cor- <laughs> incorrect, sir. What? what? Really? What? They seem to have such a love for that game over there. They're always gushing about it. I right. love that game. Number though. one, That's... Mario. Mm-mm. Super Mario World was what Super Mario NES World had. is number five, guys. Okay. Donkey Kong Country? Yeah, yep. that Donkey Kong Country's got to be on there. Got Probably Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Country number four. Two. Donkey Kong Country two as well. Yep. What about Final? What about Final Fantasy three? Hold on, six is for Donkey Kong Country two. You guys are going too fast. Huh. Mario Kart. Super Mario Kart. No, <laughs> Super Mario Kart is at number seventeen. Oh, oh. Okay. A little surprised on that one. Oh, uh, you um, said Final Fantasy. Which number? Three. Three is not on the list. Uh, Guess four. another number. It's, is it five? Didn't it, like the numbers got all messed up? Oh, that's the right. US between and the and the that's Japanese right. Releases. It would have been five, I think, for the US Final version? Fantasy Five is not on the list. On the uh, list at number eight is Final six? Fantasy Six. Six. Okay, that's yeah. one, that's the one. They didn't release um, that uh, for the record. Four see. is at eleven. Oh, uh, okay. Mm. Um, number one, if it's not, well, okay, I'll bet number one then, uh, is probably Super Metroid. Super Metroid is number one. Tony, there good we job. Go. Wow. There it one. is. That was a great game. Very beloved game. Yep. Everyone loves that game. No, Yoshi's, no surprises there. Yoshi's Island? Yoshi's Island at number nine. Hmm. Okay, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so we're getting down to the dregs of my knowledge of Super Nintendo games at this point. Uh, does Donkey Kong Country 3 make an appearance? <laughs> it does not. Okay. Not on the list. Okay, <laughs> uh, the last Super Nintendo game that I know that was really popular was Star Fox. Uh, Star Fox is... Star Fox 2 is at number 20. Can't be. 2 Can't never be two. came out. Yeah. Star Fox 2 is on the list. So pilot they must, wings? They, no, that was N sixty four. No, that's uh, pilot wings sixty four. There's a oh okay. On. So they must pilot be... wings is not on the list. It's okay. Star Fox two. That doesn't make any sense. That that did come out in the SNES Mini, but I can't believe they'd count that. That's weird. What about um, the other Final Fantasy? Oh, you know what? Type game like how about uh, uh, Chrono Trigger? Chrono Trigger. Chrono that's Trigger the, number that's... two. There it okay. is. Good job. Yeah. That's one. Like it was very much like. Uh... Oops, wrong fingers. 
That one's very much like. Isn't that from the same studio, yeah, it's, Squaresoft? It's, uh, yeah, Squaresoft. So yeah. it's the same same folks. Yep, Square. So you got seven and ten left. Um, you sh- uh, should be able to get these. I would think. Earthbound. What's it called? Mother. Nope. I'm trying to see if it's on the list. I did not see it. I think that. What about the Secret of Mana? Earthbound number fifteen. Okay. The Secret of Mana on there. I know it's. I don't know. That one made the top ten, but negative. Not I, on the list. Not in the top thirty. Oh, uh, let's see. We got okay. Super Metroid, Chrono Trigger, Link to the Past, Donkey Kong Country, Mar- Super Mario World. You're missing a big racing game. Donkey Kong F Zero X. F Zero. F Zero. Yeah. Number or ten. F, just F Zero. Yeah. X was the uh, GameCube version, wasn't it? Was it? Did so they? I would. I would actually forgive you if you didn't get number seven. Did they make an F Zero game for the N sixty four? I don't think they did. I think they did. No, they did. Yeah, they did. Did yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Is it a what Street Fighter? Oh, that was F Zero X. F Zero X was the N sixty four one. Okay. Street Fighter. S- Street Fighter Two Turbo. Oh man, what a good game! Negative. Street Fighter Two Turbo is at number twelve. NBA uh, Jam, yeah. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat Two, number thirteen. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I'm all out of games. Wait, wait. At this you, point. you said you're close after I said NBA Jam. No, not on the list. Okay. Kirby. Kirby. Oh, Kirby. Nice. Like I, I just said, picked, I forgive you on that one. I just got Kirby's uh, one of the Kirby games for the Switch. So other notable other ago. games it's on the list: uh, Castlevania oh, Four yeah. at Castlevania number eighteen. Four. Yep. Um, I, I tried to play that on the SNES Mini, and it's I got hard. I got to the last map, and then I realized you have to go the the last area on the map is to get to Dracula. You have to play a section and then play against the boss uh, of each boss you beat yeah. all in a row without, you know, dying. Basically, you have to fight all the bosses again to get to Dracula. And I'm like, nope. Even with Rewind, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other notable uh, titles, I think. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time, number oh, that, 14. That's a classic. Surprised on... Um, uh, yeah. A Mega Man didn't make this top 10 list, too. Mega Man 10, or Mega Man X, 19. Oh, okay. Hmm. Donkey Kong Country at number um, 22. Punch out, Super Punch-Out at 24. Okay. Um, NBA Jam was on the list. I missed it, Jaren, at 29. Bomberman at 27. I love Bomberman. Yeah, Bomberman was a great game. So those are some of the some of the, some of the things about the, the SNES. There were some great was games super- there. Was Super Punch Out was that the first appearance on a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo machine, or did they have that on the original Nintendo? It was a no. uh, Punch Out was on the original. Yeah. Oh, okay. NES. You had, you had Punch Out and you had Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Mike and then Tyson. Super Punch Out on the SNES. I yeah. think those were two different games, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Punch Out and Mike. Tyson's Man, Punch when you out. remember when I learned how to do ba- the bowl? What's his name? Mad Bull or Bald Bull? Oh, <laughs> Bald Bull. When you learn their secrets. In the Punch-Out games, it was good times. So you're telling me that Hal's hole-in-one golf didn't make the list? Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Oh, bummer. <laughs> I just think that's a funny name for a game. Hal's hole-in-one golf. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, that was fun. Uh, yeah, job, fun guys. little list action there. Everyone loves a good list. Everyone loves a list. Yep, you learn that when you do radio stuff. Everyone loves a list. All right, uh, that is the end of today's episode. But before we say goodbye, big shout-out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash helpdeskarcade. 
And uh, if you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout-out on the air, which Jaron has for us right now. Thank you to David Broshinsky, Connor Keesaw, and Wiffleball Tony. Thanks to Charlie Holmes. Insert Kerry Jackson's soundbite here. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Travis Johnson by Geek Show Arcade Help Desk stickers at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George Cade's medical bills. Jeremy, no name, no color. Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz. Owen has tech cred plus two. Matt Nelson, Harry Patch, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd. History is there for you to for you to learn from or repeat. Your choice. Ryan M and Adam Hecht. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. You are awesome. Okay. That's it. Thanks for downloading us. Thanks for making it to the end. And uh, we hope you download us again next week. Until then, Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care. Good job, Owen. Owen.